Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The best time of the year. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. A shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. Head on over to OG'sBrands.com to see their full lineup. And whoa, whoa, how about that? And uh, and find out where you can purchase and have Max throw beach balls at you during your show. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Leah, here with Craig. Petey is busy today, so we let him take the day off. We have Danielle behind the Mac. And Craig, for those watching on YouTube, can you explain what is happening there? Well, I after the show ended last night, I, I hopped in my uh, private jet and flew to Stad to my lodge here in Switzerland. And so I thought I'd spend the holiday season here. So there you go. That's my backdrop. Oh my, so picturesque. Um, definitely setting the tone. For those also watching on YouTube or listening on audio, I am wearing my Drake holiday sweater. This is this is essentially the Christmas episode because we just have a post game before Christmas. We'll talk a lot about the holidays a little bit later in the show, both our own traditions, but also our wishes for the Arizona Coyotes as a whole, as individuals this holiday season. But before we get into all of that, Craig, as I mentioned off the top, it's the world juniors for me. Yeah. It's my favorite time. I love it. I've loved it my whole life. I think, I don't know if it's just growing up in Canada. It's such a thing to watch starting on boxing day um, until after the new year. Do you have the same sentiments toward the world juniors? I like so world juniors, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a hockey fan. I don't think, well, I, I know it doesn't carry the same weight in the U S that it does in Canada or even in, some of the European nations like Sweden or Finland, where they, they really take these competitions seriously. Obviously, the players care, the coaches care, and a, a select community cares. But I just don't think that the World Juniors ever has caught on in the U.S. quite as much as it has in Canada. It's Canada's sport, so you understand that. I think it would be cool if the World Junior Championship were to tour the U.S. from time to time and play in different regions so that people could experience this tournament and then maybe become bigger fans. I know a certain arena that would be a great site for the world junior championship down the road, but you know, just, just dreaming here. Is it the same name as a popular hairstyle? It is. It is. 
I'm just saying, having the World Juniors here, like, listen, Arizona doesn't need an NHL draft. No one wants to be here in June. But December and January in Arizona, are you kidding me? Be electric. Be yeah, electric. it would be pretty cool. So, sorry. I think you're going to be watching this, right? You're going to be. Oh, my moving. gosh. Yeah. This, this is my favorite thing. And all everybody watching right now should be watching or at least paying attention, Craig, because there's a lot of Coyotes prospects in this tournament. Um, mm. Seven players representing six different countries. And I guess we'll go through them all so we can kind of give everybody a rundown of what to expect and who to watch. Off the top, obviously, Team Canada. We remember last year when Dylan Gunther scored the game winner for Team Canada. It was the same night we were doing a post-game show. I'll never forget that moment. He wins gold for Canada. Um, you know, Barrett Hayton played a huge role in Canada winning a few years ago. So Coyotes prospects have had success in this tournament. Logan Cooley for Team USA last year. Um, so keep your eye on these guys. We'll start with Team Canada, Connor Geeky and Maverick Lamoureux. Um, obviously two of the most touted Coyotes prospects, both first round picks in 2022. Um, the two others besides Logan Cooley, um, Connor Geeky already had a goal today, I think in one of the preliminary games. So we're already seeing it from him, but he's having a great season for Wenatchee, 20 goals and 29 assists and 40 and 49 points and 26 games played for Wenatchee so far this season. Yeah. He's having a monster season. So is Mav Lamb. I mean, both of these guys, will not be in junior next year. They'll be somewhere in the Coyotes professional organization, whether that's with the NHL club, which I still think is a little bit of a leap, or down in Tucson. But both of these guys, both massive, of course, are they've just taken a quantum leap this year. You probably read about them in my prospect reports. Uh-oh, what we got? Oh, no! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was hoping this would happen, actually. There's right. a perfume commercial going on behind Craig. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, uh, oh, now we're downtown. I didn't oh. mention that. Yeah, in front of the building. Right. No free ads, Craig. Come on. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me hide them all. Max, you're not seeing any of this. What? Nothing happening here. Nothing to see. Uh, let me keep talking to distract you. Yep. You can't see the ad anyway. This is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Hey! We're back. And now we're this is great. Um, I... Both of these guys have just taken a massive leap, as I was saying before. I just, I'm really curious what's going to happen with both of these prospects. There was a time earlier this season, and it's not like he slowed down, where I asked Bill Armstrong about Mavlam in particular and said, so Tucson next season? And he looks at me, raises his eyebrows, and says, we'll see if he even needs to go to Tucson. That's I mean, crazy. Yeah, their their MO has been to overbake by and large. So I still think that's the more logical path, but we will see at any rate, we, we get to see both of these guys perform in major roles for Canada this year. Um, we'll, we'll talk about, I know we'll talk about odds, but yeah, I'm really excited to see those two guys probably in particular because they're going to have such big roles for Canada. Yeah, and that's the thing. And, you know, for both Connor Geeky and Mavlam, like last season, maybe they didn't have those standout years. For Mavlam, he was injured. Um, as you mentioned, he's having an amazing season, seven goals, 20 assists in 25 games for Drummondville in the queue. Um, but now both of them have really taken off this season, both Geeky and Mavlam, and they're going to play huge roles on this team, Canada team, which I prefer to see. I want to see Coyotes prospects play big roles in big tournaments. Um, so should be really interesting to watch Team Canada. And I know there's, you know, a lot of our listeners, most of our listeners are probably American um, and it's hard to cheer for Canada when you're a an American fan, but you can cheer for the individual players. So 
we can move on to the next team with a Coyotes prospect, and it's Czechia with goaltender Michael Hrubble. <laughs> Hrubble, as I think he said. Yeah. Um, so far in 12 games played for UMass, he has a 2.67 goals against average, a 905 save percentage, and 7-3-1. And, and UMass is currently ranked 11th in the country. Um, obviously, Michael Rubble was the Coyote's second-round pick in this year's draft, 38th overall, the first of quite a few goaltenders they selected, but definitely, I think, one of the highest-ranked goalies in the 2023 NHL draft. Yeah, no question, and he's going to be the starter. He is probably... If you, if you look at that team in particular, if they're going to make, do any damage in this tournament, if they're going to make a medal run, it's probably going to have to come from the goaltending. So he is also going to play a major role. Interestingly enough, UMass is playing in the Adirondack Invitational where ASU is going at the end of this month, but they won't have to face Michael Robble if they get mm. to UMass in that tournament. So ASU could have a chance to do some damage in that tournament with some players in World Junior. But yeah, Robbo is going to have a major role on this team. I don't, you know, and, and I, I don't want to pretend that I'm the expert. I, I did spend some time listening to Chris Peters' entire, like it was an hour-long podcast on the World Juniors. I, I read a lot of what Corey Promen wrote as well. Uh, it does not sound like Chechi is one of the favorites in this tournament this season. So again, if they're going to make it into the medal round or even, you know, move on a little bit, Michael Robbo. Michael Hrabble will play a major role. I, I can't get used to saying that one. That one's tough. <laughs> I know it is tough. Uh, well, there is another Coyotes goaltending prospect in this tournament for Team Sweden, Melker Thielen, um, who was a li- one of the other goalies that the Coyotes selected this year in the fifth round 134th overall um I looked up his stats he's played for like three different teams in the Swedish league um but pretty good statistics across I believe 12 different games over a 900 save percentage um so for Melker Thielen I'm not sure if he's starting or not for Sweden but again another chance to see a Coyotes goaltending prospect yeah and a chance to play in this host country right that that's yeah, pretty that's cool. special I always look at that like that's not the be all end all of of determining success for a team but it certainly helps when you're playing the world junior in your home in your home nation uh some of these teams obviously the u.s and canada have to fly across the pond and adjust to a different culture time zones all that it's a big advantage and sweden already went into this as one of the favorites so it's gonna be we're not gonna talk about this anymore (laughs) okay i'll just i'll just ignore it it. we're gonna enjoy it the people listening on audio are probably so confused but we are just getting Greg is not really in a in a cabin. That's all I'll say. I'm square. Okay. <laughs> oh, Arizona Coyotes <laughs> ad. What are the odds? Hey. Wow. They know their audience, Craig. Oh boy. All right. Well, another guy uh, in this tournament, I think Coyotes fans were a little bit more familiar with because he was drafted last year, and I believe he played in this tournament last year as well. Julian Lutz for Team Germany. Um, so far this season, he's playing in the USHL for the Green Bay Gamblers. 10 goals, 13 assists, 23 points, and 19 games played so far this season. He was drafted 43rd overall by the Coyotes in 2022. All of the guys that I've mentioned so far, I've featured recently in my prospect reports. Julian Lutz, it's it's nice to see this for him. He was he had a couple things working against him playing in Germany. He's on a veteran team that's trying to win. He's a younger player, so maybe not seeing the role that he could see playing in the USHL. Secondly, he's dealt with injuries. So it's good to see him in a in a major role on a really good team in the USHL. And he is he's having a terrific season. He's getting back to playing with the puck, 
being a distributor, being a playmaker, even being a goal scorer, all the things that they wanted to see from him. I talked to Lee Stempniak, the director of player development, about him recently, and it looks like he is back in his comfort zone, getting back to the type of player that they want him to be and the type of player that they saw when they drafted him. Absolutely. Um, another guy, maybe one that Hattie's fans are less familiar with for Team Finland, Samu Bao. I think that's how you say his name. It's probably not. Um, he was a six-round pick in 2023 for the Coyotes, 162nd overall. So a later round pick. Um, he's playing it in the Liga, the Finnish league, and just has a goal and a point in 30 games. Um, but, you know, that's a professional league. He is a center. So, you know, a six-round pick with one point in 30 games, but makes the World Junior squad do you know anything about this player, Craig? Yeah, I mean, he struggled a little bit in in, in that season uh, over in the league. Uh, he, he he has had a had a tough time adjusting to the game, but there's obviously there's time. You, you you draft a guy that low, you see something in him that you think could, could develop over time. Um, I don't know that Finland's another team that's not being taken all that seriously in this tournament. Uh, another team that might have to rely on on goaltending and and more than that, sort of the trademark brand that Finland brings to any of these international competitions that just outwork you. I don't know that Finland's that good, but I never, ever count this nation out because they always seem to bring their best on the world stage. They do. They just have some sort of MO or a mojo when they play on the international stage where you you cannot discount the Finns. So curious to see what they do as well. Absolutely. And uh, last but not least for this Coyotes prospect group for Slovakia, definitely an up-and-coming team that's had a lot of success in the World Junior Tournaments. As of late, Adam Zlinka, but there's no vowels in the first four letters of his name. Um, he was a seventh-round pick in 2022, 204th overall, so much later-round pick, um, but he's currently also in the USHL playing for the Waterloo Blackhawks. Five goals, three assists in 18 games played so far, um, but... Just overall, the fact that there's coyotes across six nations in this tournament is impressive. Yeah, I do want to buy Adams Linko a vowel. I really do. <laughs> his name, but it's weird not having anybody competing for the U.S., huh? It is, especially well because you know that's the home team for us here in Arizona. But also last season, Logan Cooley was on Team USA, and you know he was at the time the Coyotes' most exciting prospect. I mean, still is, but as far as a player not on the actual. Team, really weird to not watch and cheer for someone on Team USA. I was a little disappointed about that. Um, but, Craig, there's been some questions, I guess, about, like, people thought, oh, could they send Logan Cooley to the World Juniors? You saw Boston lend, um, how do you say his name? Potra? I want to ask him because I, I pe people are saying Patra, and, and I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. You, you speak French, too. Like, I look at that and I say Patra. It, it has to be. I just, I just wonder sometimes if players are like, yeah, that's fine because people butcher their names. So I'm not convinced until I talk to them, but I know there's like, people are like, well, Boston sent their guy. How come the Coyotes wouldn't send Logan Cooley? Wouldn't that be better for him? There are a few things playing here. Um, Logan Cooley made it clear this summer that when he, when he was coming to the Coyotes, it was time for him to focus on his pro game. He was moving past the amateur stage of his career. He wanted to become a pro. Listen, Matthew, whatever his last name is, has never played in the World Junior Championship before. Logan Cooley's played in it twice. He's also played in the U18 tournament twice. He's done his time with Team USA, and I don't want to make it sound like it's a prison sentence because he, he absolutely enjoyed it. 
but he had no interest in playing for Team USA. And I don't have a problem with that. When you've played in four international competitions already, fine, done, been there, done that. It's okay that he's not going anymore. Could he have maybe gained something from this? I don't know. Maybe some confidence. I don't think Logan Cooley lacks for confidence, but maybe it would have helped build his confidence. But the thing that Logan Cooley needs to work on more than anything is learning the NHL game, time and space, what he can do with the puck, when he can do better reads, what he can do at certain times. None of that's going to happen at the World Junior Championship. He's trying to learn the pro game and focus on that. So I have no problem whatsoever with this decision for him to stay with the Coyotes. Yeah, absolutely. And good news, by the way, on the Logan Cooley front, we saw him slam into the boards last night, um, and it seems like he's going to be okay, right, Craig? Yeah, that's the report that I got. That's it, it looks like he's probable for the game in Colorado, the last game before the break. So that's that's great news. And, of course, Sean Dersey and Jack McBain as well. So it looks like they, they escape with just bumps and bruises rather than significant injury and the Coyotes don't need any more injuries right now. Absolutely not. Good timing with the Christmas break coming up too. Um, well, we talked about all the prospects going, but it's not just the prospects going, Craig. There's a ton of Coyote staff going and I will list them all. So buckle up everyone. Um, Coyotes general manager, Bill Armstrong is going assistant general manager and GM in Tucson, of course, John Ferguson Jr. And then here's the scout list. Okay. There's nine Daryl Plandowski, director of amateur scouting, Alan Heppel, director of pro scouting, Brett Stewart, director of European pro scouting and development, Lee Stepniak, director of player development, Ryan Jankowski, associate director of amateur scouting, Teal Fowler, central Europe's out uh Yanni Yanni Kiv you got you got it yeah okay sorry um Finland scout Tyler built in Sweden and then Clay Adams goalie scout so there's gonna be in total oh my gosh (laughs) in total 11 (laughs) Coyote staff members in attendance and we've heard a ton from experts such as Graham dying (laughs) sorry it's so great Max is gonna kill me, by the way. Max is gonna kill me, but this is hilarious. Oh, look, we've heard um, from you know Chris Peters, Corey Promen, Craig Button, the guys who really you know cover these prospects that players can change their stock in the yeah. World Junior. And I know a lot of World Junior players are already drafted, but a good handful aren't. You know, you're gonna see players like Macklin Celebrini in this tournament, a bunch of other undrafted players. Um, so. What is the value, Craig, of a tournament like this? And why is the World Juniors such a big deal? I think I just think it's, you know, it's a chance to see best on best in the same age group, right? You get to measure yourself against the top players in your age group in the world, by and large. There are some people that don't go, like we just talked about. There are a few handful of players that won't be in this tournament. Some are injured, too, unfortunately, like... Yanni Kivuharu's son, Aaron, who will not play, unfortunately, for Finland in this tournament because he's injured. But by and large, you get to see a best on best. It's a really good measuring stick of what they'll be able to do when they jump to the next level. If you can compete against the best of the best in your age group, that's a really good sign for your future. It's not a definitive sign, but it's a it's a nice feather in your cap. And again, it builds confidence when you can have success on this kind of stage because you're also playing under the bright lights you're playing under pressure this is this is for a medal you're representing your nation if you perform on that stage that says a lot about what you've got right here inside absolutely i think the biggest bummer though about this tournament and obviously like understanding the circumstances around it but it's best on best minus one of the best and that's team russia um you know there's a a like 
you understand the reasons why, but it is just a bummer that Team Russia is still not participating in this tournament. Well, it dilutes the, the field a little bit, right? There's, there's no doubt about it. You can't, you can't deny that having Russia out of this tournament makes it less compelling because there are fewer teams in contention. And listen, it's, it's the same nations every year, by and large, that are in contention for this. But at least if you can say you've got Canada, the U.S., Sweden, Finland, uh, Russia, maybe, the, maybe Chechia, and, and even this season, like watch out for Slovakia, that's, that's a nation that has made great strides. If you can get that deep a pool, at least you can say, hey, there's, there's a lot of teams with a chance. But when you take away such a power like Russia, it's too bad because I'd love to see them compete. It's a shame for those players that they don't get this opportunity because of, you know, a, a dumb, worse than dumb decision by their leader. Who's yeah. a mech- <laughs> yeah. Um, and especially for us who follow the Coyotes, you have to imagine that Dmitry Simischev and Daniel Boot would probably part, be part of that Team Russia World Juniors team. So a missed opportunity to watch those guys. It's almost impossible to watch those guys. And I will give a shout out to our Discord. They actually follow the KHL pretty closely, way more close than I ever do, because there is a way to watch the KHL. But I am afraid that if I do that, my computer will be bugged by Russian spies. So I'm just going to wait till they get over here <laughs> that right oh man all right well we do have the odds for this tournament courtesy of bet mgm so if we can pull those up um right now team usa is actually the favorite which you know canada always seems to be the favorite they're close seconds um usa is plus 200 canada plus 250 followed by sweden finland czech republic slovakia switzerland germany latvia those are the odds what do you think about that craig I'll believe it when I see it. I, I have a hard time saying Team USA. I li- Team USA has won, I think, two golds in the past seven years. They've had more success recently. At least they medal most seasons. But I have a hard time saying, uh, yeah, Canada, you're number two. That's probably motivation for Canada to see, oh, the U.S. has better odds than you do. Now, the, the pools are interesting. I don't know if you've looked at the pools or if we can maybe discuss those for a moment. But yeah. when you who's who's in each pool it feels like to me that one pool is a little more stacked than the other i don't know if you've looked at those but pool a is canada sweden and finland in the same pool that is a very difficult pool the u.s is in with chechia and slovakia i mentioned earlier that slovakia is kind of a dark horse in this tournament but if you look at that and you add in switzerland and norway versus the other two teams being germany and latvia it looks like pool a is a little bit of a tougher field so Canada will have its work cut out for it, at least initially, to uh, get in good position for the crossover rounds. Pool B is the red, white, and blue pool, and pool A is every yeah. other color. If yeah. you look at it that way, it's it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, if you want to bet, I mean, who knows? You can win yourself some good money over at BetNGM on this. If you want to take Team USA at the favorites, plus 200 still really good value, or you want to bet on team Canada because you know they're always the favorite you can do so whatever it is you choose those odds are available over at BetMGM and not just the futures you can actually bet game by game which is really fun um, to bet on the world juniors as well especially with hockey off these next few days on the 26th the tournament officially begins Um, so head on over to BetMGM if you haven't signed up yet use the bonus code PHNX when you do you can place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least $10 and if that bet loses your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled you can check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. We are just three days away from Christmas, as you can see by Craig's background. What, what, what are you talking about? What, well, talking what, about? what I see, Craig, is an advertisement for Shady Rays because Shady Rays are a phenomenal holiday gift. You might be a little too late to order in time, but if you print out whatever picture of the Shady Rays that you order for your loved one, I'm sure they would sincerely appreciate it. They have unbelievable styles, so many different colors. They're durable, built to last, and Shady Ray stands by their products. You can also, of course, check out their Kirlin Commons location if you want to buy in person or check out what they look like on you because it's always fun to try on sunglasses. But right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to make out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, Craig, it's tis the season. It's Christmas time. So we thought we would maybe make some Christmas wish lists for the Arizona Coyotes. So we can, I don't know if we want to go back and forth on this, but I can start. Um, my Christmas wish list for Logan Cooley going into the new year more goals. He is on it with the assists. He is the Matias Michelli 2.0 of assists in his rookie season. Um, I think, you know, doesn't have quite as many goals as we maybe thought he would based on his performance in the preseason. So my Christmas wish. For Logan Cooley, more goals. All right. We'll go in order here then. I guess we can read each other's because we both contributed to this. Sure. All I want for Christmas for Matias Michelli and Yusuf Valimaki is all their front teeth. <laughs> they lost a lot of them. I feel badly for both of them. And hopefully, hopefully those teeth will heal and they'll get back to, uh, you know, the, getting getting rid of the full shield apparently because – Hockey players and some Canadian broadcasters as well don't like to wear the full shield. I don't know if you guys have seen the ad, by the way, for Leah uh, at the ice den yet, but she's already lost an eye. It was it was tough. It was tough to watch. If uh, only but, I had a full shield, Craig. Could have yeah, been into I mean, that. you had protected yourself, but you know, I know tough <laughs> over anything else, Leah. That's that's how you roll. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, our next Christmas wish is for Travis Boyd, and it's another contract. Obviously, Travis Boyd. Really, I had an unfortunate situation, and he will be out for the season, which just sucks for a player who, you know, has been through a lot of adversity, especially in his time here, you know, was a first-line center and then was waived at the beginning of the season, still played with some injuries, finally found his role, was playing really well, and then was out for the season. Um, but he deserves another chance. So Christmas Wish is a, another contract for Travis Boyd. Yeah, 30 years old, That's ho hopefully he's caught enough attention out there that somebody's going to give him the next opportunity because he's a he's obviously a, a, a really classy guy and a really good teammate as well, and he's, he's pretty versatile, as we've seen. I mean, he played first-line center for this team for a while and then dropped into a fourth-line role. So wishing the best for Travis Boyd, just uh, a speedy recovery as well because that's, that's just a tough injury. Um, and speaking of injuries, how about we just buy a force field for Barrett Hayton to wear yeah. at all times? Nicholas that? said health for Hayton as his suggestion. Yeah. yeah. 
it's you know we thought we were through this last year when he when he played a complete season and he had established himself he was coming on and i know people were saying barrett hayes is not producing any points this season between nick schmaltz and clayton keller but i think we understood the value of barrett hayton after he went out and that line really struggled because nobody was creating space for them to operate anymore so Again, I've reported that Barrett Hayton won't be back till February 1st, but man, the guy has dealt with a lot of injuries in his Coyotes career. Hopefully he can put all of that behind him. And with my force field, I feel like he can. I think so too. And I think maybe he could share that with Nick Schmaltz, who has not missed any games yet, but he has a history of uh, tough injury woes. And we know that he's playing through something right now um and by the way as we're doing this i've seen a few of you do it already but let us know your christmas wishes for the coyotes either as a whole or individually um we have a two dollar super chat for roaring fork who said kessel ring and cooley are tied in goals scored don't think any of us would have predicted that at the beginning of the season so good for kessel ring though good for kessel ring i guess um i mean the big one craig it's the it's the elephant in the room the biggest christmas wish for the coyotes is obviously an arena yeah, we're waiting. Uh, we saw Javier Gutierrez on the show last night, actually, after the first intermission, talking about the timeline, which I had already reported, but doesn't sound like it's coming by the end of the year. Now it's going to stray until the new year a little bit, which I suggested was possible. And then they got to have the big announcement. The big announcement has to come by the end of the season or this ownership group could uh, could be in trouble. Um, so like, we've been talking about this for way too long for way too. I mean, I can go back to like the Glendale saga and the 15 years I've been dealing with that, but honestly, it goes all the way back to when Richard Burke was trying to find a new home for them just a few years into their tenure in Arizona. This issue has dogged the Coyotes for most of their time in Arizona. It would be so nice to finally put this behind us. I don't know what we do in the off season, Lee. I don't know what we talk about in the summer if we didn't have arena news, but you know, I'm willing to find out. Maybe we can like try some crochet patterns live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This is the most ridiculous show of all time. Oh my god! Oh, there, that was a quick one. Hey, back. I don't oh know what boy. Happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, until there's an arena, like everything else is is honestly moot. And the the good like the on ice play has really redeemed a lot of the the stress that we were feeling um, earlier in the summer. But that I mean. Like if Santa came and said, you can only pick one thing on your list. What is it? It's, it's the arena. Like that's, that's it. Yes. That's absolutely. It. Yeah. I mean, they've already, they've already got a million draft picks. I, I, we've, we've talked about maybe where they need to fill in a little more with another center and another defenseman top tier guys, but yes, it's the arena. It's been the arena forever. Just get it done. Please, please. Um, Charles, said on his Christmas list, a Vesna nomination for Ingram. Hmm. I mean, for a while he was playing at a Vesna caliber, um, and that's not to say that he still can't, but, you know, Veggie's been hot lately, but it would be nice to see Connor Ingram rewarded for what he's yeah. been doing. Um, and speaking of goalies, by the way, I do want to acknowledge um, Karel Vamelko was the NHLPA Player of the Week this week, so got a little shout-out from the union to uh only allowed two goals over three wins so shout out veggie you love to see it um and then i think there was another one from uh, let me see what was the other christmas wish it was about shutting out the abs 
on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucas, my Christmas wish is for the Yotes to shut out the abs next Wednesday. Why not tomorrow, Lucas? Just next Wednesday? <laughs> maybe maybe because that's a home game. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you have any other uh, Christmas wishes for the Coyotes, Craig? No, I think once you talk arena, you have to stop. because That's true. That's the one in the big box. That is true. Um, on the subject of Christmas... And I don't know if you have anything in mind for this, but just taking stock, you know, we're just over 30 games into the season and this doesn't, this can, we can think outside the box on this. Who's on the nice list and who's on the naughty list for the coyotes. There's an awful lot of people on the nice list on this team. Isn't there? Nick Bukestad might be at the top. Yeah. (laughs) Lawson Kraus, Matias Michelli. The caretaker of the team, apparently. Right. Yeah. There's, a lot of good guys. This is a good room. I'm going to put Connor Ingram on the naughty list because he lied to me about Karel Vamelka having a cat and maybe. <laughs> um, so I, I think that was a little underhanded. So I'm. I'm and he refuses to come on the show. That's right. Yeah. Oh, go on every other national show because apparently he likes his national celebrity now. No, no, he doesn't. He hates. No, it, he hates it. I'm going to say it just to just to just to stir the pot. Yeah, a little bit because you know we we need to have Connor Ingram on our show at some point. Yes. So. Hopefully that'll happen. And, and like, like I said, it, he's on the naughty list for me because of that, but I, I'm not saying I'm going to keep a gift from Connor Ingram at this point, but you know, he's it put, it's more like he's on probation. He's on the watch list at this point. Oh, the watch list um, on my naughty list. Craig is the city of Tempe <laughs> for uh-huh. voting. No, <laughs> oh, boy. don't mean to drudge up stuff. Um, but <laughs> that's, that's on there on my naughty list for sure. Yeah. Like uh, the entire city. I mean, there there were people that supported it, so we can. We can... How about the what are they called? The NIMBYs? Yeah. 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 Because they didn't want their taxes to go up. <laughs> Good luck with that dump site now, knuckleheads. Oopsie Daisy. Um, let us know in the in the chat who is on your nice list and who's on your naughty list. The nice list is too easy, so I want to know who's on who's on your naughty list. Maybe the people who make the Coyotes schedule for just making it ridiculous. That's every season one. um that could be up there um i don't know maybe the lack whoever's decision for the lack of streaming coyotes games could be on the naughty list that's been an issue don't mean to whoever, bring up all this negativity does, but whoever does division alignment and put them in the central yes who's the that actually made that decision i want to know who signed off on that i don't know i don't, don't like know it. anyway tough um anywho we can move on and you can be on anyone's nice list by ordering them factor meal kits i have to say you've had factor meal kits i've had factor meal kits oh my, i was drinking actually right before the show i was drinking a smoothie from factor factor meal kits if you are busy if you just don't like cooking if you like can only meal prep a little and just never know what to eat the rest of the times factor meal kits are phenomenal because they send you a box and you're thinking how the heck does this happen it's like insane ice packs they come to you fresh these are not frozen meals these are fresh meals and i'm telling you when you microwave these every single one is only two minutes so it's two minutes of your time delicious like like this is not exaggerating something i would eat in a restaurant like phenomenal meals um and there's a great range too 
they have keto options they have vegetarian options they you know if you have a dietary restrictions they can accommodate that but oh my gosh they're so good and there is nothing better especially when i'm running out the door thinking oh my god because there's some days that i'm at the office for lunch and dinner i'm like what the like i can't think i'm too busy just grab a factor, throw it in my bag, and it is such a delicious meal. So that is my my genuine experience with factor. I highly, highly recommend checking them out. You can either give yourself the gift of a factor or for somebody else in your life. And why not? Because right now you can head to factormeals.com slash phnxyotes50 and use code phnxyotes to get 50% off. That is an unbelievable offer. That's code phnxyotes50 at factormeals.com slash phnxyotes to get 50% off. I'm choosing to ignore the (laughs) VR commercial behind Craig. Um, And I will tell you about game time because if you're sitting here on December 22nd and you haven't gotten anyone a gift yet and you don't have time to get a physical gift, what better gift than buying someone tickets to their favorite concert or sporting event, especially on Christmas day the Phoenix Suns are playing at home. Like Christmas morning, you're like, oh, shoot. Take out your phone, go on game time, buy somebody Phoenix Suns tickets. There you go. Um, but game time, you make sure you check it out. Somebody was messaging me today, um, a friend of mine from college, that she wants to go to the Coyotes game next week, but she didn't know if she wanted to buy tickets. And I said, download game time, wait till the day of the game, and do it then. And we have an amazing offer for you as well. Um, if you download the Game Time app, create an account and use code PHNX, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. Let's talk about Christmas, Craig. We kind of started to last night. Um, I know you're in the midst of prep for how many Christmas parties? Two. Two. In the same day or different days? One in three hours. It starts in three hours. So, oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, we talked about eggnog last night. I kind of want to hear, like, eggnog hot or not? No, it's gross. I've never had it. I've literally never had it. I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it to you, it's, but it's, it's thick. Um, it has kind of a slightly slimy consistency to it some people spike it okay put vodka in it but like i could think of better things to put vodka in or any other alcohol than eggnog i hate eggnog i think it's disgusting so i wouldn't touch it and are you gonna are you gonna bring up fruitcake because didn't we talk about this at yeah the we arm- talked about it with bill because we somebody in the discord asked bill to choose between eggnog and fruitcake i don't think i've ever had fruitcake either you shouldn't ever have fruitcake either and and bill eventually was honest about that like saying no Fruitcake is not something that I'm choosing. No, I'm not, not eating that. So, and he's right. Fruitcake is like, feels like this holdover from like the previous century or two centuries ago. Why would you eat fruitcake? There's so many cakes that are better than fruitcake. So forget about both of those. Oh my gosh. I know you're strongly opinionated about Christmas dinner as you already don't like Thanksgiving dinner and it's pretty much a repeat. So with that in mind, Craig, what do you guys have for Christmas dinner? This year we are having fillets. Nice. And tomato dolma. I don't know if you've, ever, you've had dolmatas that are Greek. Yeah. Okay. So the Assyrian version of this has actually, it has meat, it has beef in it. So it's stuffed with beef and rice and dill and other seasonings. 
So we'll have that and fillets, and then there's going to be a bunch of other side dishes in addition to that. But those are the two main courses for Christmas. That sounds amazing. Ooh, can I chime in on Christmas yes. dinner? Okay, oh, wow. so I think I have everybody beat on Christmas dinner. So my family used to live in Ethiopia back in the day. Uh, so we have friends that became family, and uh, they make Ethiopian for us. Watt and Injera uh, for Christmas every single year. That sounds amazing. It is incredible. But Danielle, you told me earlier that you're cooking Christmas. Dinner. Yeah, not this year. They're doing Christmas Eve. Oh. Um, I'm doing Mexican this year. Okay, what kinds yeah. of things? Uh, so most people call them sopes. Mm-hmm. Um, in my family, they're known as gorditas. Okay. They're little like like little cups of, of masa with like meat and potatoes. Oh, that sounds And so then good. salsa. And it's kind of like my family's go-to. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I am amazing. very excited. They are amazing. Well, have you been to Cafe Lale Bella then? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. All the time. I love that place so much. Place is that un- an Ethiopian place? Yeah, it's in it's in Tempe. No, uh, we're technically not supposed to do free ads, but you know what? Free I ad. love that free ad. <laughs> um yes. We're giving out free ads yes. today. Um <laughs> it's the season. We're handing out gifts. It's the season. Yes. Uh I oh my god. Ooh, I might go there for dinner to be honest, even though I'm having it on Sunday. I, yeah. It's incredible. Well, yeah, have, you, have you ever had Ethiopian? I don't think food? I have, but I'm like I love most yes. food, so okay, I'm like. So totally I think to we it. need to have a Coyotes beat potluck. Pot, well, well, or just go to Wally Bella. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, I think we need to have a have a night out. I don't think Petey would like it. No, I don't think there's much Petey does like, but I think that I think the three of us would love it. <laughs> First of all, let's 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 pause on this for a moment. Let's Can think you put about it in the chat, Danielle, so people know. Petey will not eat. Doesn't like eating other people's food anyway. Um, <laughs> When he came to the the St. Patty's Day party, you saw it, Leah. It was basically Tara bullying him into trying her cooking, and and he did, and he enjoyed it. But you know, he's worried about a just a litany of issues, probably health issues, disease, other people touching it. So when you go to Cafe Lalabella and you you eat with injera, you're literally eating with your hands. This would totally freak Petey out, which is exactly why we need to do it. We need, like, we might need to film it for content. <laughs> oh my god! If I could already hear Petey, like, oh, we're we're having tacos, or oh, just salmon and veggies on the grill, like any other night. That that's what Petey is probably doing on Christmas. Yep. Yeah, Petey would hate it. Yeah, you have to like. There's an art to it. Like, you have to like scoop it, but like in a really like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, I don't know. It's great. I love it. It's the best. And oh I can't gosh. wait. Oh, my gosh. I am starving now. Okay. Um, Nicholas said, my family is very Lithuanian and Polish, so we do sausages from Shriners with potatoes. No ketchup. Yeah. That's the, that sounds great. Yeah. I So I like I have basically I'm the tale of two Christmas traditions um, because I went to Canada for Christmas every year until um, I was 22 and we did the tra- the traditional Christmas dinner. My grandma and uncle cooked it. We, sometimes we do turkey, sometimes we do ham. Um, but you know, I just like to me that was the taste. But for us, we did scones in the morning with homemade jam and homemade lemon curd, uh, and then potato soup and meat pie for lunch because my grandma has like a British background. And then yeah traditional dinner but you know i'm also jewish i'm i get to celebrate both and the traditional jewish christmas dinner is chinese food so the last few years i've been doing chinese food with my jewish friends but you do have to order like a month in advance because everyone has caught on to that but that i do like that as a, as a tradition 
I do too, actually. That's all of that sounds great. As, as long as we're not talking about turkey and stuffing again, I'm I'm on board. All of, all of what you just mentioned sounds great. What is going on behind me? I, I am not sure. Anyway. And anyone listening on audio today is probably so confused, but just know that Craig has a TV behind him, and there are ads interrupting his relaxing holiday scene. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Um, on the subject of Christmas, Craig, can you recall the best gift you ever got? Whew, best gift I ever got. I got to think about this. Danielle, do you do you have yours off the top of your head? Oh, off the top of my head. Um, I don't. I my Oh, so my dad gave the most amazing gifts every mm-hmm. single year. I, I'm convinced that he went to the store or like went to the mall and is like, I want to play with that. I'm going to get it for my kids, for, mm-hmm. for my brother and I. And there was one year he gave us like like a remote control, like hover car that we could go in our pool. Like that thing was Whoa. the coolest thing in the world. That's fun. I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, that sounds pretty legit. Do you have yours, Craig, or I can go? Go ahead. So my first dog, Bella, was a gift. It was actually a Hanukkah gift, but it's in, on the same thing. Um, my mom gave me a gift bag with a book about labs and we that's how i found out i was getting a puppy and we had bella for 11 years she passed away a few years ago Um, but that has to be like the best gift ever do not gift animals to people unless they are fully prepared i it was for me and my mom i was a child so it was like for our family um and definitely rescue if you're gonna get a puppy rescue Heidi's village go to heidi's village i'll be dropping a video this weekend about just that there are so many great dogs there Yes, you're absolutely right. Don't give someone a dog if they don't ask for it specifically because they might bring it back. Don't do that to a life. But there are amazing dogs. But if you, you- want to, like for your family, like if you want to oh. go as a family and like sometimes there's kids begging for pets. And if, you know, if you're a parent and you decide now's the time, go go to Heidi's Village, rescue. Yes, always adopt. Don't shop. Yes. Please. Yep. Um, I, you know, I'm not coming up with a gift. I do have a memory like of a family vacation, actually, that we when we went down to Acapulco as a full family and had a great trip. That's what's coming to mind for me. I'm not remembering gifts so much. To be that's honest. good. It's the memories are more important for sure, because I have memories of skating on my late the lake at my family's cottage. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and sledding. I miss having snow on Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, I do too, actually. And I I miss outdoor hockey big time. I, I yeah. loved playing on outdoor rinks when I was a kid. Absolutely. On the on the on on that tone tune, uh I think I'm gonna change mine. I once got a pair of rollerblades. Oh. Also from my dad. Um and like I know I don't know a whole lot about hockey, but we used to play hockey so much in those things and like they like they were the expensive rollerblades yeah. and like I was the cool kid in town, so I think I'm changing that. Because, man, yeah. Danielle, I think you're ready to play ice hockey. I am so ready to play ice <laughs> hockey. I want to play so bad. <laughs> we're, we're getting Danielle on the ice in 2024. Just you wait. Oh, boy. I am holding everybody in this building to that. Okay. I want to play hockey so bad. All right. To know, Danielle, like if, once you step onto the ice, are, are we going to witness like something unleashed? Are you going to be a violent yes. Danielle is competitive. I've been saying this whole time that, like, I know my skill set. Like, I'm listen. I don't have a lot of confidence in a lot of things. My athletic ability is not one of them. Um, I uh, (laughs) I do not lack confidence in my athletic ability. I think I I know my skill set. I think I would be very good at hockey if I put the work into it. There you go. 
All right. 2024 coming soon. Uh, Paige Setter said Ontario cottage country rules. Absolutely. It's elite. Um, you know what else rules? We got a big boy today. Um, we are going to do one of the $20 holiday scratchers. This one, we can win up to $500,000. We've been doing the $1 and the $2, which I love. Um, but we, wait, we waited for Petey to not be on the show so that we could make oh, sure God. that we the prize with him. I don't can know I, what's happening. Can I make, can I make uh, a confession now that like all of our shows are done at this point, pretty much? Um, Totri and I only did the big ones on sun devils when it was just him and i oh my so as we max to, listens to if, the door. If, if we were to split it it would just be between the two of us so yes that's my guilty yep. conscience oh my I gosh like okay so we're gonna do a big one it's gonna take me a second to scratch so craig i'm gonna pose this question to you while i'm scratching if you won five hundred thousand dollars and you can't do the you know pay off your house or give money to your pro like you have to be completely selfish and you have one year to spend five hundred thousand <laughs> selfish did you say yes okay so i can't do stuff for others just for me just for you it, you your family can be included but it, you can't count like paying off like college or anything because that's lame so five <laughs> <laughs> so, like my dream. <laughs> so you go i'm gonna scratch let me if you had 500 grand to spend in a year what would you do oh man um i would I would take like the most ridiculous, obscene, lavish vacation with my family ever. Probably like be on, I'm just gone the entire summer and we'd be bouncing from country to country. How is that I'd... any different than what you did this summer? <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of places that I want them to see though. They, they, they went to Europe for the first time this past summer. I think that I love to travel probably as much as anything. So there are a lot of places I still haven't seen. I would like to go to all of them. And with $500,000, I'm, I'm guessing I could afford that sort of vacation. What's the top of your list? Top of my list for places to go? Yes. Mm, I got a few. I've got a few of them, actually. Um, I want to see Sweden, Finland, and Norway, without a yeah. doubt. I, um, I want to go to Argentina as well. That's on my bucket list. Um, those are two places that I definitely want to see, and I want to get. To, I want to get to Tokyo. I think that's going to happen at some point because my oldest is planning on doing at least a semester abroad in Tokyo because she's taking Japanese. That is awesome. That yeah. is really cool. I'm still like only halfway through scratching this, so <laughs> you're gonna have to keep the people. Yeah, how are you spending your half a million dollars? Ooh, I think I'm buying the most expensive camera. Um, and maybe one more lens. I already bought a super crazy lens. Um, and I am going to Kruger National Park. Ooh. Oh, and that would be fun. Getting all of the pictures of all the cool animals. Um, I, yeah, that's definitely top of my bucket list. So I, I don't and, and I don't know, go to Paris too. I'm like, I'm with you all. I, uh, I love to travel, but yeah, I don't. It's all about, it's all about the travel for sure. Yeah. yeah, Kruger National Park, back to Paris. I've already been to Paris once. And just kind of making that money disappear traveling, I think. <laughs> I would See? I would do the same. Charles said, travel to all the NHL rinks and then go to different film festivals around the world. Um, yeah, Nicholas said, buy a guitar, then travel the world in luxury. Everyone's saying, Christopher, trip around the world. Paul, Scandinavia. Lucas, Kyoto. Um, all right, I don't know if we... I don't think we won, but that oh, was... So much for that dream. 
I know because every like I'm just imagining us all on our lavish vacations. Um, but this one was cool. So we didn't win Max, but we didn't get any bonuses. I know to Tree got twenty five dollars. Um, but this was a fun one. Get this one again. This can be. I mean, twenty dollars. This can be a gift if you're going to a white elephant um, or a secret Santa. This is an amazing gift. So yeah, check it out. You could literally win five hundred thousand. Um, as I mentioned already, I got stocking stuffers. I got holiday scratchers for stocking stuffers for every single person on my list. Multiple because they start at just a dollar. Um, so go out and get your holiday scratchers today. Um, you can get them at a retailer like our friends at Circle K, and you can find them near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. Last but not least, we have a new sponsor. New hey. sponsor alert. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, and this is one that Danielle and I are really excited about, and it's Sumburros. I don't know if you've ever been to Sumburros, but oh my God, Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant, and it's for a reason. Sumburros is a Amazing. Speaking of Christmas dinner ideas, um, some boroughs, they're family owned and operated. And as I already mentioned, they were voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurants. You can get party planner platter, excuse me, to feed a crowd. Um, and they have locations all throughout the valley and Flagstaff. And they have new locations in Goodyear, Peoria, the I-17, and Joe Max. So you can visit someboroughs.com to find a location near you. Let some boroughs cater all your holiday fiestas, big or small, order online or find one near you. Again, by visiting someburrows.com, seasons eatings with some burrows. Really excited to welcome them to the to the fam. Craig, anything else before we get out of here? I'll let you go to your first of two Christmas parties. Uh, two and a half hours now, so I should probably get get out and help the family. But this what was is fun. It? Um, obedience. What, what does Tara tell you? Attentiveness and obedience. So yeah, that's what I will go give right now while this ad plays behind me and Max kills me again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i gotta go to work but we'll be back at this leah you know what you know where i'll see you next leah on I'll the phnx coyotes post game show you got it that's right oh man yep we'll be live tomorrow night after the coyotes round out the uh the stretch before the holidays in colorado against the avalanche so tune into the phnx sports youtube channel so you don't miss that one and then we'll be we'll take a couple days off for the holidays and be back on tuesday so um be sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel and you can follow us on twitter pd even though he's not here he did hit 2,000 followers but let's get him the next thousand so thank you to everybody who followed him you can follow him at s peters hockey you can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow me at Leah Merrill. You can follow Danielle at Abrica Danielle. And of course, follow our show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. If you're listening on audio, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe as well. That would be the greatest holiday gift to us, as well as for all of you here on YouTube liking this video, because um, that helps us a lot. So we appreciate you. And if we don't see some of you tomorrow night, have a very happy holiday, whether you're celebrating or just having a day off to relax, um, whatever it is to you. But until then, we'll see everybody tomorrow and enjoy the rest of your Friday, everyone.